This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. <laughs> wow, what a wonderful Sunday. Last week was awesome. We should have a party for all the workers. <laughs> well, I, I, was, I was just told after the service, I didn't do a follow-up. I said we give the first-timers gift. I also just gave them a drink and biscuit. I was, I was not satisfied. They told me after second service. I didn't know. Of course, maybe I wasn't doing the week, but nobody asked me about I thought we would have a better plan for them. We have to do something. Now, if I ask them to come by, it will look like we are trying to use gift to bargain with them and everything. So they don't need to. We have to find a way. We have to do something. A, a drink and a food, that's not us. We are too big for that. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm going to ask the, mate, I'm going to ask the leaders. I think they have all their numbers. We have to find a way. So that it doesn't look like I want them to come every Sunday. There's another gift. So maybe we choose the day that's not Sunday. Maybe we'll do a dinner for them one Saturday or something. No, really. And I said after the service, we're going to have, because they just told me after second service that that's what I said. Really? Drink and biscuit? No. Uh -uh, they are not kindergarten. No. We, we should do something better. Hallelujah. Let's read Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Now, I'm supposed to be very, very, very brief this afternoon because they are calling out the leaders. Why are you happy when I'm saying I have to be brief? I'm sure you don't want a brief blessing. <laughs> if you are for the third service, please listen to second service message. This is how God keeps us together as a church. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And government shall be upon his shoulder. Somebody can carry government on his shoulder. If he carries the weight of the world upon his shoulder, I know my brother that he will, he will carry you. <laughs> his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. They put comma between Wonderful and Counselor. It should have been, a man of God said, and I agree, Wonderful Counselor. Because he's a Wonderful Counselor. And of course, logically, all other names are two names. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So it has to be Wonderful Counselor. Are you with me? Who is a Wonderful Counselor? You can have your seat. God bless you. If all we did was just that worship, it would have been enough. If all I say is Jesus, many silent works of the Holy Spirit, they happen when we worship. Nobody might fall. You might not notice anything on your physical body. But the Lord begins to make some adjustments inside you. 
that will keep you on the track for the next 30 years. Yeah. At times, as you worship, it goes ahead of you to remove things. You might have just, by the Spirit, eliminated a problem in 20 years. Time. The Lord Jesus can be many things to you. It is the aspect of God that you give attention to, that you see, uh, you see it replicate itself in you. So you might know about faith. You might know about power. You might know about forces of darkness, victory over them. But then you might neglect a study on the fruit of the Spirit. You can become a man of faith, but very, very mean and wicked to your wife and to people around you. And you see a lot of that around. Because there are different aspects. However, if you yield to the Holy Spirit, it will help you. There is something that is called counsel. And because of the days we're living right now, men and brethren, there is so much going on in your spirit that many people are not aware of. How do we walk through this dark world and live a victorious life at all times? At times, some things standing before you are a matter of power bringing them back down. But everything is not power. You also need wisdom. That's why the Bible says Christ has been made unto us wisdom and power. Hallelujah. Oh, it's a wonderful counselor. Also, it's important to let the church, I think I mentioned it briefly, second service. Whose voice do you listen to? There are voices in the world. Some, they lead to destruction. As a matter of fact, at any time, you want to make a decision, voices are speaking. But the advantage that Christians have, if they will let it, what the queen said about Daniel, and why I'm sharing this, is that not only will you be counseled rightly by God, you will begin to counsel people and then they will find God in your counsel. Amen. Say loud, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 5, verse 10. So the queen said this about Daniel. Now the queen, by the reason of the words of the king and his lord, came to the banquet. And he said, O king, that was when the hand, the hand wrote on the wall, Mene, mene, take care of her saying. In offices, in families, handwritings are coming against the wall now, and people don't know what to do. I hope you listen to news so know that even you call experts across the globe are losing grip on what to do on the economic crisis around the world. Yes. In the last days, the Lord will rubbish the wisdom of the wise. But as ants are writing on the wall, anytime there is a situation I don't know what to do about, there is a writing and you cannot read the scripts. When they ask Jesus, why do you speak in parable? Spiritual things are shredded in mysteries. Only to be decoded by those who are enlightened by the Spirit of God. 
So Jesus told them that. You know what I'm talking to them in parable? He said so that seeing they will not see. Hearing they will not hear. He said if they see with their eyes and they hear, we say, they will understand with their heart, they will turn and they will be converted. But you know what? I don't want them converted, so I'm speaking in parable. I get what I'm saying. Because men must come to God for God to help them. So, the queen came in and he said that, don't be troubled, king. Daniel 5, 10. Then in verse 11, he said that, um, there is a man in your kingdom. Everywhere you go, this is what they will say about you. Amen. In whom is the spirit of the holy gods. Of course, what if she didn't know Jehovah God, so she said God. Spirit of God. This spirit in particular, in Daniel, that spirit of counsel, he said, light, he said, in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him. What a CV. Whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. <laughs> ah, yeah. Palosia. You know, <laughs> I can give you a bundle of 100 notes, 100 pieces. It will look bulky in your hand. But do you know that it's not up to just one piece of $500? Is that true? So the uninitiated, this the notes are about the same size. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, hundred pieces of one hundred naira notes. That's how much. How much? Ten thousand. It's not even up to hundred dollars. And then somebody says, "Just take this one paper. It is richer than this one." But this one's pocket is swelling. <laughs> swelling poverty. <laughs> but this one has a one piece, but I might not. Many things of the spirit, they are that way. So the guys out there, astrologers, oh, they can read well, they can do this. Soothsayer, they tell your phone number. But on top of them, council sits upon them. A man who knows what to do does not need any of those people. So the king understood this. Daniel was not a soothsayer. He was not an astrologer, but he made Daniel chief over all of them. Because when it comes to solution, this is a realm above that realm. So Daniel was called master of magicians. I get what I'm saying. Yes, but the queen said that light and understanding they are found in him. He said wisdom like the wisdom of God. Then she went forward. Said, for as much as excellent spirits and knowledge, understanding, interpreting of dreams, showing of hard sentences. Chai. What's the next word there? <laughs> if you had 10 minutes with Daniel and you were doubting, should I jack back? Or stay. 
It is very easy to choose between light and darkness. What is difficult is between light and light. So Mary is not a Christian. You cannot marry Mary. You already know. But what about Elizabeth and Bola and Chioma and Cherechi and they are all in choir? And they all pray in tongues. And they are all beautiful. And they all fit your specification. And your mom likes the four of them. <laughs> what about things that are not directly written in the Bible? Should I move this business to Abuja? Because the way life is designed, a wrong move can cost you the next 30 years. Many of you understand what I'm saying. Many of us are parents. One mistake and the whole family is here to recover from it now. They were doing well and the father said that I think I should start this. I should resign from this until today. The family is still suffering from one decision. One of the reasons why I'm sharing this is the fact that there will be many matters before you that you are not that are not directly written in the Bible. For instance, there is no Canada written in the Bible. Except you go to the second layer or second level of studying the word. Then you will understand. For instance, America is in the Bible. It's not direct form. <laughs> you know, I told you before that the word of God is so powerful. One of the visions Daniel saw, he saw a lion. And then he saw an eagle on top of the lion. And later they were broken. The eagle broken from the lion. That's UK and America. America came from UK. The emblem of UK is lion. Now America is eagle. Where did America come from? UK. Daniel saw it over 6,000 years ago. That a lion will appear, there will be an eagle, and later the eagle will move. And it happened just in our time. America moved from UK, America. And now, eagle is their logo. UK, lion is their logo. Enough. Russia is in the Bible, so the leopard, the same thing. And that is the emblem they are still using right now. Should anybody ever doubt the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> Everything China is doing now, Daniel spoke about them. Talk about the king in the east. And he mentioned that there will be so many to be able to raise enough army. And there was no physical China at that time. But that's what is happening right now. So populations in the world are not accidental. Acts chapter 15 verse 18, no Lord to God that all is war before the foundation of the earth. Where is Nigeria in the Bible? Another day I will show you. There is a word about the land beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. But that, that let's just leave. Let's see our nation in for now. <laughs> Nigeria is unique. <laughs> I believe on the judgment day. God will foster Nigeria. Nigeria will stay. When God is true with all the nations, <laughs> so Nigeria come forward. Because your own judgment is special. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because of certain things, and I want to stop here, counsel is needed. A young man called Roboam in the Bible. 
at times you ask that where is the Lord when you are making some decisions it is not there are different aspects of God that you must understand at times God commands at times God instructs at times God leads at times God guides at times God teaches so that you know and when you know you will know what to do without him having to tell you again did you get that? Yes, sir. So every teaching in the church is towards something. And I found that God prefers that you know how to act than waiting for a voice at all times. He would like to tell you certain things, but he also wants you to know certain things. Are you with me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So when it comes to certain matters, so I want to speak about Robert. You see, one day, after Ezekiah got well, he was sick. Then Senakeru came and God intervened. They had massive victory. God is awesome and he likes to show how big he is. Senakeru said that, who is the Lord that will deliver me from my hand? God asked one angel in Nebula, did he just say that? He said, yes, sir. He said, who are you, sir? He said, there's no problem. <laughs> The guy slept in the night. He brought 165 soldiers to Israel. And he woke up in the morning, all 165,000 dead. But God didn't kill him. He left him alone. So he got up and in shame went back to his country. He bowed to worship his God. And two of his sons came with dagger and killed him. He died before his God. God was saying that the God that you depended on that made you to make mouth towards me. Come and die in his presence. And I will even let angel kill your own son, which is more painful. And they ran away. They just killed him and ran away. They didn't become killed after they ran away. That was how the guy died. But you see, after his death, there was peace in Israel. And one day, ambassadors came. Because I want to call out the new leaders, or they will call them out, and that's why part of why I'm making this show for this service. Some ambassadors came. Then he became sick and he got well. And they came from Babylon to visit him. There is a part. The story is in about three places in the Bible. It's in Isaiah. It's in Psalm Paul. There is one of the stories that says that the Lord withdrew from him to see what he would do. In other words, as this guy mastered what we've been teaching him, to know how to act in a prudent way in situations. You might be... Gifted with faith, but you might lack wisdom. I have seen faithful Christians dying like unbelievers. Why? Faith and faithfulness are not the same thing. If you are a faithful Christian and you don't have faith, elements of this world will run you over, but your reward will be in heaven. In heaven, you will be honored, you will be given, they will welcome you with ovation. But on earth, because of the wickedness of the sons of men, you need faith on earth. Do you get what I've just said now? Again, many of us have parents who have been faithful. They taught in school. They were faithful. There are laws that can cause you to multiply. If you don't know it, you will be faithful and poor. On that judgment, you will receive a lot of reward, but you will suffer on earth. Did you get what I've just said now? It's like when you were in university, you did different courses. Scoring 90 in chemistry 101 does not mean 
that they will now declare you successful in chemistry 103. There are both chemistry courses you have to read for each separately. Is that clear? That you got A1 in mathematics, we normally they will now look at all other courses. You know, maybe SSE, A1 maths. So they will say, okay, English, let's just give me A1. Since so you got A1 there. No, you can get A1 in mathematics and get F9. I don't know what they call it now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, it depends. That's why I'm sharing this. When those ambassadors came, he started taking them round. He showed them the temple. Spiritual counsel will let you know certain people what level they should get to in your life and what level they should not get to. So that you don't hurt yourself. When the spiritual counsel is at work, I spoke to singles in the morning. There might not be any particular woman that you are seeing that said, forget about that God can reveal, but it doesn't happen many times. But the counsel will guide you to know the type of woman that you will settle with and there will be peace. But most importantly, the work is not with the woman or with the man. The work is also with yourself. But that's very important. So the guy showed them everywhere. And when they left, Isaiah just came. And he said, hello, your excellency. He said, fine. He said, those men that came, sit down, sir, please. He said, those men that came, where they come from? Ah, he said, they are from Babylon, very far. He said, what did they see? He said, I showed them everything. They came to wish me well. They heard I was sick and I've recovered. I showed them everywhere. Isaiah said, you are a fool. He said, there is nothing they have not, that they have seen that they will not carry to Babylon in no time. Counsel. So the old men, the old city gathered and they told Rehoboam, son of Solomon, the wisest king in Old Testament, give him back to a foolish son because Rehoboam lacked the spirit of counsel, unlike his father. Of course, the father decided to backslide toward the end of his life. So the people in the city said that these taxes are too much. The bodies are too heavy. And Robert went to meet the elders who grew up with his father. I told a, 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 a boxer that this happened. I don't want to mention his name because now we are public. You know, one of the uh, leading boxers in the 90s who reigned all over. The man that picked him on the street, that developed into the best, that by 19 he had conquered the whole world. Later the man died. The team that the man surrounded me with, he met a lady. A lady made him to sack all of them. And I think the last guy told him that you don't see that this woman and her mother, they are digging your grave. They left. He was knocked down. The woman left with 70% of his wealth and he was left in penury. He's trying to fight her times now to make a little money. Someone that had maybe 89 cars one time. It's unfortunate. And they told the council. Because actually... A surge of gifts. When you have a talent that is uncommon, talent has one advantage. It can collapse time and promote you. But the problem with talent is that you rise suddenly. You can come down suddenly also. Because your rise might not be sustainable. Check most world-class footballers. By the time you are 25, you are on Coca-Cola page everywhere. A guy in Nigeria is a doctor. He's on his way to become maybe 
a, a, a consultant. You'll be sending 700,000, later they are paying him 1 million. It's rising and rising gradually. But overnight, they give a sport guy a contract of $40 million. And after that, he buys private jets. But you are forgotten. Whether sports or acting or movie, you can eat limelight in no time. But the span is also short because other stars are coming after you. So by the time you are 30, your club is buying a guy that is 21. Your replacement don't come. I get what I'm saying. In film industry, after every 10 years or so, a new star was coming. You know what I'm saying. Whether Nigeria are abroad, you can know that. In singing also, every seven years or five, somebody new, somebody new will come and kick all of you away from the ball. And then he sits there. And fans are not loyal at all. They will just forget you. It's a new song raining that they are going for. And all the concerts, they will forget you also. They want the newest guy. It's only the Lord that does not forget. This is why part of counsel is that stay with those who are truly loyal to you. Not those who are there because things are rosy now. Are you with me? Anyway, the elders that sat with the father told Robert, there is a way. When God made Solomon the wisest man, we were his counselor. He was not acting alone. So we too, we have the spirit of wisdom. Robert, tell these people today, say, you know what? I will reduce the tax. They said to him, if you serve them today, they will serve you forever. They have never seen a king that will apologize before. You tell them, I say, sorry, everybody, don't worry, we'll work on it. He said, that day they will love you. He said, and they said, yes. Then he went to young men that they grew up together in the palace. What's up, guys? Gen Z. They're like, what, what were they yearning? He said, this. I said, I beg. <laughs> Men and brethren, when you need to make a decision, who do you listen to? Number one, the word of God. Number two, are there people, godly people who love the word? How many of them do you have around you? Or do you act the way Facebook, magazine, TV presenters? Do you know how many people are in the church of Jesus Christ? And their mentors are all these people out there. Not the word of God. Those are the opinions that are ready. That's how you want to make your decision. I can be tough at times. And I want to show one. It's like arrow I want to throw. If it catches you, forgive me in advance. Why would a woman want to show her breast on her wedding day? It's only coming from something. You've been seeing the weddings of this world. And you have made up your mind that that is how your own will be. I was preaching somewhere and a lady said, Pastor, I love you, but you see, you can't change my mind on this one. Now, on that day, they will take. Who will take? And take what? You know, in the church I have announced, you know, I'm very gentle. And all of you know. For me, I'm not fighting you. I can come for your reception, but not in the wedding I preside over. So, it's very simple. If you know that's what you want to do, don't do it under my authority. You can go to your parents' church. We will come there. 
I will take coke and rice. But you are defying us if you know that that's what we stand for, but you want to do it. Look, your parents will call me bad people. I won't blink an eye because I've already said in advance. So I'm not going to succumb to pressure. And now make it, they want to make me look bad on our daughter's day. No, we will give you a veil that you tie your neck. That's the truth. I don't know if any of the pastors are joining you, but if I am the one preaching, that's why I don't even preach it wedding day. If I am the one preaching, I will not bend for that. No matter what. Because you have a choice. We are not forcing you can go anywhere. If you invite us, we'll come. But if I'm the officiating minister and I'm standing before you and I'm seeing behind the veil. So why would the apostle want to do that? And what, what, see you have to ask critical, what's the gain when you do that? Who are you proving a point to and what is the point that you are proving? That you are hard? Hard on what? On soft time? What is the point that you are proving? You want your mate to hail you. What is what are they hailing about nakedness? And these are things going on in people's hearts. Ah, it's my day, it's my day. I will I will show them. Show who we are here to celebrate with you, not to watch cinema. So why are you showing? Even the way some of you are looking at me. Look at me very well. I don't care. It's just very funny. You just see a good sister in the church and they surprise you on the wedding day. I'm saying to many, say, sister, why? Wait, is there a problem with a decent wedding? Is that when you wear that one, the wedding will not hold. Or you and your husband will not have a nice time in the night when you wear that because it will not come out. I don't understand. It's your glorious day as a bride. Why is it that that is what you've chosen to do? It says a lot about your thinking pattern. Did you get what I've just said now? Am I right? Some people are looking at me. It's not just my day. Let me just. No. Anyway, Roboam told them what the young men said. They told him that, tell them that I'm hard. That if my finger is thicker than my father's lamb. Can you imagine? And he came on the third. He said, guys, come here. Let me tell you, don't, don't try that nonsense with me. My father taxed you. I'm going to increase the tax. He said, look, this is my own time. I don't tolerate nonsense. And in one day, man, out of 12 tribes, Israel lost 10. And they never recovered it again. God allowed them to have that to remain in Judah because God wanted to have mercy on David. Why didn't Solomon teach Roba? Counsel. Counsel will let you, if it's from God, be smarter than all enemies put together. And number one counsel is the word of God. After the word, the voice of the Holy Spirit in your heart, after that godly people around you. So when we talk about divine protection, it does not mean that God will stand with something physical. At times, God's protection over your life are the godly friends he has given you. Whose voice you should listen to. 
Because everything God will guide you is through them. Yes. They can look at somebody that you are very excited about. If they are not jealous people, and they can just say, ah, but there is something wrong with this person that you want to marry. You know how many since I left to 2005, um, about 18 years ago, between that time and now, I can tell you stories upon stories of people that their colleagues told them, ah, when this lady is around, somehow when this guy is around, ah, no, 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 and today it's over. And now they are telling the same friend, ah, you, are, you actually said so. If you have friends who envy you, stay away from those ones. I'm talking about godly friends. That, you know, they are not talking out of envy or jealousy, but they are telling you that, ah, so that because you can't see the back of your head. You can talk to any boss with counsel and they will open up. When they say people are tough, at times, just counsel. Just counsel. Where does counsel come from? How does this happen? Not today. Let's rise. Is somebody blessed? Hallelujah. Many years ago, I spoke to a lady. She has left her husband's house now. She rejected everything I told her. And her husband showed me her friends. Five of them or so. One, a divorcee. The remaining four, not married. They were telling her, don't take nonsense. I was there when this guy was begging. I've, used, I've, I've seen this kind of case many times. You were the one who raised your hand and gave your husband a dirty slap. Yes, he said some things afterward, but you said more. I sat before her, I was playing. Did you say this? Yeah. Did you say this? Say, say you are both guilty, but you are more guilty. But her, her friends were telling her. And she actually moved to the house of one of them. Oh, no, no, don't mind them. No problem. The kind of people around you, they matter. They do. Hallelujah. When I wanted to get married, when I met her, I told four of my friends, guys, when it comes to matter of love, I can't trust my decision. This is what I think about this person. This is what is going on. Can you pray and tell me sincerely what you think? And they all went to pray and said, fine, fine, fine. If they had said something, I would have, I might have not made this, I would have waited to pray to understand more. Spirit of counsel. There is a way you talk to somebody in the office that leads to promotion. And there is a way. Yes. That you talk and you are out. One day, we are Beatrice then. One lady was made at the head of the department and she told her HOD. So I was standing at the door. And when I saw the way she talked, I became afraid of her. I just said to myself, the guy that will marry this lady. Now, two weeks or three after that, she told me that just put me to in, in, in the new department in the office that I, I told that one that calls him my boss that I put him in his place so that he will know from the word go. 
And four weeks after that, she came to me to me that they unjustly sacked her and that she, I should pray. So I reminded her what she said. I said, do you remember you fixed the guy? You put him in his place. Your boss, your first interaction with your boss, you made it a point to let him know that me, I don't take nonsense. You can't boss me around. And it was not even that guy that sacked him. He went to say something in the meeting. That one of the partners, the owners of the company, said, who is talking like that? So I said, yank her off. And I began to tell her, I said, you see, what happened to you in the office is what is called an act of mercy. God is saving you from bad marriage. Work, you will get another work. But you can't be moving from one man's house to another. So I said, now I have the courage to tell you, you are rude. And you need to learn how to behave. She actually got it. She, she, she got it. And he saved her. I said, you don't behave like this. Before she got, thank God she didn't want to leave church. She was still there. Before she got it, she started dating a guy in the church. And when they broke up, I told the guy, I said, I know the problem. The guy said, sir, she's as naughty, saucy, and rude. So one day they were talking and he was like, see, let me explain this to you. And he just said that something like your useless mouth that cannot this one, that one, and push him up the way and jam the door and went away. So I told the guy that I and you two, you stay, you stay there. Why do people see evil coming and they carry their head to go and meet it? You are dating a guy. It's one threat after the other. You cannot talk. You want to say your opinion, you are fidgeting. And you still want to go to the altar to marry him. When I won't dwell with lion. You should know now. If he's too, he's giving to anger every time you can. You are, you are not free around him. You are the one always apologize. You are sorry every time. Even sorry in advance. <laughs> you are going now to go and eat all. You already say, she asked me, are going, I'm sorry. Whatever. <laughs> you know, I guess that nobody see what to do with men like that. I leave them alone when they clock 45 and they are not married, they will know that there's a problem. But there will always be a girl that will encourage them by going to marry them. Then they become bullies at home. Terrible words coming out. I know it's as if the thing dwells in some people. My brother had a lecture like that, marrying different women. I was just, even with the student in school. He called my brother to his office one day. He submitted a project. So early in the morning, a secretary's son came to the blackboard. He had a board in his office. A little boy came down. The boy was writing rubbish, just doing like this on the board. So he called my brother in. He put his project before him. He said, look at that board. What is on it? That one said that rubbish. He said, yes, yeah. my secretary's son wrote it. He said, it's like what you have written here. <laughs> My brother said, honestly, if you had a gun that day. <laughs> so when he came out, his colleagues were telling him, ah, your own is good, that the man will be talking and be looking at your face. When you are not showing any pain, it will increase the intensity. It will look at you. It will increase it again. And then it will start saying that, see, if your parents, I don't even know why they gave back to you. That, it says, imagine telling a student that I believe you went to primary school, secondary school, said probably a nursery. 
He said, I don't know where, why, how. He said, now, finally, you're writing a project. So I don't know how it will take somebody 24 years to realize that he's a fool for life. That one should have discovered in primary school that you were a fool. You did not discover. <laughs> and that one just stood here. He said, that guy said that when I graduate, if I meet this man on the road. <laughs> That is how now imagine what that will be doing to wife. So the fact that there was no man living with her, he was living on, on campus with them. So you can imagine the kind of man that will be at home. And when people, ex-wife, said it the same thing. Yes. I met lecturer that the daughter told me that my he said, Pastor, my father told us, three of them. He will pay their school fees and come and say, Take the receipts. That I see it as charity. That's like picking a girl on the street and paying her school fees. You useless people. And you're going. But you know, they came to tell me when God told them to forgive the man. They all left the house without him knowing. He never wanted any good thing for them. No woman survived him for five years. Different, all the mother sent him. So every time, he never wanted to see them with anybody. When they wanted to go and serve, they ran away from the house. And the uncle planned it with them. Now they are all of them outside. When they came back and they were ready, they, God told them to forgive him. They went to the house. He was living alone. No house boy, nobody, because he will frustrate everybody. Look, if you are like that, repent now. Otherwise, you are going to live in, alone in the wilderness. Yes. I can't say a brother in church one day say, he told me, Pastor, nobody can live with my father. He said, my mom left years ago. Our first boy, lady left. He said, I'm the only one staying with him. And then I made up my mind also that once I enter service, NYC, that's the end. He said, you can't survive my father. That everything is wrong with everybody. He said, a beauty house somewhere, all tenants, one after the other, living. He said, nobody can live with him. What kind of people? You are a blessed person. May the spirit of counsel rest on you. May you always know what to do. May you always take the right steps. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again, and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.